let's begin the lecture for today, which is Aristotle's Politics 1. Now, good news, this has nothing to do with politics. <laughs> Unfortunately, the word politics has been completely morally corrupted from the inside out and uh, no longer talks about what it used to be, which is how to establish a good community, society, household, and um, now is more about lying for profit. So um, Aristotle's referring to the original definition of politics in his title here. And what this talks about is um, at the crux of Aristotle's political theory is that uh, we need to focus on the individual and at the lowest possible level and then get that in order. And then from there, we can use that as blueprints for other people to get in order. So if the more people who have um, a good political family within the household, a good solid household foundation, the more effective the overall system would be. So that's kind of his almost like the cell, if you will, of the body of the greater politics. So that's what we're talking about today is just uh, an individual cell. Now, the reason we're discussing this is one of the owls had asked um, previously, what do I do when I have money? I feel like I'm able to get money now. I've watched your videos. I've, I've practiced hard. I, I got good skill sets. I can get money coming in the door, no problem, because I know how to do that now. I know how to make value in the world. And that's great. That's an awesome first step to achieve. But now the question is, I, I, I can't hold on to it. I just don't know what to do with it. And I, I feel like, you know, by the end of the month, it's like comes and goes. And I'm like, where did all that money go? What, what happened to it? And so um, Aristotle actually gives us a system for what we should do. Now, we talked a little bit about that on the individual level in the last stream. This is more on the bigger scale. So um, what do we do big picture? And what Aristotle recommends is achieving, um, and this is where one of the core tenets of the Parliament of Owls is all about, is achieving the self-sufficient life. And it's about putting ourselves in a position where we're at this, what I've dubbed, because to be honest, Aristotle's language is just so insanely complicated because it's written 2,000 years ago by a guy in Greek. Um, but I call it the uh, net zero plus model. And so um, what we're striving for here on a principled level is to achieve the closest or the highest amount of self-sufficiency we can achieve on our own and achieve a household that is a net zero plus. And what does that mean, a net zero plus life? Um, that would mean that you would have a household that at the end of the year made you either no money or actually made you a positive income from existing. And that's accounting for all of your life needs, your, your food, your water, your property tax, um, your utilities, uh, your homeowner's insurance, uh, if you pay for gardening services, all of those services, everything that you invest into the house should come out as a net zero or an increase in profitability by the end of the year. And that's the goal to strive for. Now that's very difficult to achieve and Aristotle knows that that's hard to achieve. However, that is what we're aiming for with a good household, a self-sufficient household. And so Aristotle gives us some ways to do that. And once we have our income, the first thing that he talks about is the income streams. So this is from his, uh, the logical argument for how do we start achieving income sources. 
Um, he highly recommends having multiple streams of income that are smaller and easier to manage. So rather than having one source of income that could be easily disrupted. So um, you don't wanna be putting yourself in a position where you just work a job and that's how you make your money. If you do that, it's very likely that you will lose that job, there'll be a disruption in that job at some point in the future, and then your entire income source shuts down. So what he instead recommends is finding multiple different ways that are low maintenance and drive sources of income. And then on the flip side to figure out what is draining income and which of these things can I eliminate, reduce, and um, really consolidate. And so those are the two sides of the coin. What is costing me money? How can I reduce it? And what are things I can do to make profit? So maybe uh, an income stream could be um, selling your excess produce from your land. If you grow your own food, selling your excess produce at a farmer's market would be a source of income. Um, having someone build a cell tower on your property could be another additional source of income. Renting out a room in your house as an Airbnb could be an additional source of income. And so by having all these different little things that add up, now you've got five or six, seven sources of income plus your job. Maybe you um, have a job and you do a little part-time stuff on the side, your art projects, maybe work on YouTube, do some streaming. Now, if one of these streams goes down, you have all these other ones to keep making your properties stay in the positive, and that's gonna put you in a really powerful position where it's very difficult to just shut you down completely, even like with this beer sniffle nonsense. Um, that's, I'm blessed enough to be in that position myself as well, and it's because I'm trying, and I'm not even, I'd say I'm 20% where I want to be, and I'm hoping to get a little bit closer to that in the near future. Um, but I've tried very, putting, I'm putting a lot of my effort and energy into trying to model what Aristotle has described for us here in Politics One in my own life. And that one of the reasons for that is obviously blessings from the Lord, um, but also the fact that I'm doing what Aristotle teaches here. And so that's the streams of income setup that you want to do. Now, we want to get into the nitty gritty. This is the, the real specific of your question. All right, I've got income coming in. What do I want to be putting it into? And so uh, Aristotle actually gives us some pretty direct answers to this. And so the first and foremost one that he recommends is get your income into fruitful land. You want land that can produce abundance. Now, a great thing to know right now is that... Um, because the system we live in is um, more or less been completely corrupted since uh, like 19, 1940s, 1950s um, by centralized banking, um, their entire system that we live in is designed to uh, push you away from following what Aristotle is teaching here and um, towards things that are disgusting and terrible and horrible for your life. To put yourself in a little box, waste your money on things that are useless and to you know play, look at the flashing screens, look at the new product, buy the new soap, buy the new this, 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 and by the end of the day, your, your money's gone. The whole system is built for that. And because they're, they're building a system for that, there's an increased demand for that. On the vice versa, 
the demand for the Aristotelian life is much lower because they actively campaign against this lifestyle and actively promote the other one. So there's a lot more marketing budget going into living a terrible life than there is to going into a good life because it's less profitable for the very, very rich. Um, and so what this leads to is a massive supply of fruitful land across America and a very low demand for that supply. So the same price that you would spend for say one month on an apartment in LA or in Dallas or in New York will literally buy you 15 to 20 acres of land in most places in the United States. Now, I don't know about the rest of the world because I'm only in the United States, but I can tell you um, that's pretty incredible that you could be set up with fruitful land for the price of one month's rent in a standard major city. So the demand is not there and the supply is very high. And so to act out Aristotle's dream is that the, it, it is easier to do today than it was back when everyone was doing it when Aristotle was around. So just be aware that that is the case. So that'd be the first place you'd probably want to start saving up and putting your money into is fruitful land. Now, what is fruitful land? Fruitful land is land that you can live on, that provides a water source, that has good soil, that you can grow food in, uh, that you can have crops and animals on, uh, you know, chickens, rabbits, goats, what, what have you, whatever your particular crop that you're interested in growing is. Um, and you probably want to shoot for, from what I've studied, about 10 acres minimum. Um, you can do two acres is like the bare minimum you would need, but it has to all be utilized. So 10 acres typically gets you two acres of usable land, just as a reference point there. And uh, in a good grow zone so that you can actually grow the food there. And then ideally you'd want timbered land so that you could build uh, structures as well. So that would be an example of fruitful land. Now fruitful is meaning abundant. It thrives and it grows. And that might be different for you based on your different goals and needs. So you do need to take that into your own personal context here. Um, and so from there, you can, now that you have fruitful land, what you want to invest in is things that will provide you your basic needs. So the next step, once you have your fruitful land, is to invest in the stuff that meets your basic criteria. So um, rather than putting your money into, say, uh, a, new video games and, um, I don't know, a, a ridiculous car payment or, uh, God forbid, the worst thing you could put your money into, which is a student loan, um, you put your money into something of value, like a well, a well that will give you water, uh, perhaps solar panels that will power your house so that you have the ability to reduce your electric bill for the house on the land. Um, if you don't have a house, investing into the supplies to build a house. Um, these are the things that you would go into is things that meet your basic needs, food, water, shelter, and uh, crops specifically. And why crops specifically? Because crops have an abundance. So if you grow a surplus of food, you can grow this for close to the same amount of effort it requires to grow enough food for yourself you can grow enough food for about 10 people so you can go and have a massive surplus of crops for a little bit more effort but it's certainly not nearly as much as the initial upstart of just doing it for one person and so if you do that uh, you can actually take that 9x abundance that 9 90 percent that's 
remaining and you can monetize that. You can sell that at farmer's markets. You can preserve it and save it for savings in your uh, food storage. You can use it to uh, give as gifts. You can use it for barter. And so this is a source of income as well um, that has a very low startup cost that's going to immediately put you into a place of abundance. And then finally, what Aristotle recommends is then from that point, once you've done those th two things, the next best place is just investments. And he specifies most good investments, um, while precious silver or precious metal, particularly nowadays silver, um, from what I've heard, and I'm not an investment expert, so talk to a financial advisor if you want better investment advice. Um, but from Aristotle's book, what he would recommend is things that have value and use immediately. So um, he wouldn't say go to the precious metals. He would say buying a tractor, for example, might be something that's an investment because it will help you to work your own land and you can rent that thing out for value or perhaps a grain silo to store excess grain if you're growing a lot of grain or a uh, root cellar so that you can preserve your foods but you're basically going to be investing in things um, that have a long-term value to you now precious silver is also in there precious metal um, I should say precious metal is in there and the good thing with precious metals particularly silver is that you can actually have silver that is useful you can have literally silverware and um, that holds value and is functional so there is a value to it as well um, but keep in mind precious silver isn't about making money it's about uh, preserving your money. It's not something that's going to make you rich. It's designed to keep your money from it going up in smoke because your uh, country falls to pieces, you know, or, or your government decides to print three billion, three trillion dollars and uh, make your money less valuable, that kind of thing. And so that is the material. That's the nitty gritty of Aristotle's Politics 1. And then the final one, and believe it or not, this is the one that Aristotle spends the most time talking about, is investing in a good partner. In this case, he's talking from his perspective, so a good wife and a good community. He says that this is actually the key to the self-sufficient life. Um, having a good wife, someone that will be the household manager with you, that you can divvy up tasks with, that will um, help you make things run and go and keep things clean and tidy. And, hey, I'll take out the trash. Hey, I'll do the gutters. Hey, you handle um, cleaning the bathrooms. Hey, I'll handle organizing the kitchen. That kind of thing, to be able to work with another person and have them there to support you is massively critical and he goes into the psychographics and the, the qualities you want to look for in a person um, the the ways to best deal with the tensions that will arise in the household he gets very very into the nitty-gritty of this topic because this is essential for him and then finally he talks about communities he's telling you that it's not possible to be fully self-sufficient alone you have to have other people um, to be self-sufficient and safe because it doesn't matter if you've got your own food source, your own water source, your um, old setup going here with power and uh, silver because if a hundred people come together with some guns and say, hey, that guy's got silver and he's got crops, I'm going to go over there and we're going to take a silver. You're screwed. However, if you've got 50 neighbors who uh, know you and say, 
Yeah, we're not going to let them come over to Mr. Aristotle's garden. Yeah, no, that's not happening. Now you have safety. So community is a massively important thing that you want to invest in. Um, arguably, he spends more time talking about this than any of the other factors when it comes to politics. So politics one, I should say. So make sure that you're investing in your community. And a, what's great is this setup allows you to do that in a lot of ways. You're gonna have excess crops, give it to your neighbors. You'll have extra eggs from your chickens, give them to your neighbors. Uh, going to church, that's a great place to meet people and get involved in the community. Uh, let people help you with your land and help them with theirs. That's where a lot of value and strength comes from, strong, tightly knit communities. And so that's it, that is the Aristotle's politics that's what he would recommend. Uh, what do I do? I got money coming in. What do I do with it? It just seems to kind of go up in smoke. Well, this is a good place to start and start wherever you're at. You know, if you can't afford uh, the land right now, start saving up for it and you can start developing the skills. The skills are valuable too. Start an herb garden in your kitchen. Um, you know, you can raise bunnies literally in an apartment. It's not that hard. You can start taking these steps to gain the skills you'll need for the land that you're eventually saving up for. And what's great about this is if this is a compelling vision for you, now you have a reason to not put that money into something that's a waste because that's taken away from my dream. And that's a really powerful tool for conserving your income because it's now not just save your money because I don't know, maybe something bad will happen. It's save your money because you can have something incredible that will produce value for the rest of your life. That's really, that's really incentivizing. And so that's the advice I have for you. I hope that helps you out. I hope that gives you some insights. And we're going to move on to the paid reading. 